I'm Steph. I'm Alex. And this is Not Today, our true survival story podcast where we talk about true survival stories. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. Just like the title says. Just like it says. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened since last time? Oh my God. We got a baby. We have a baby. <laughs> we have Crumb. And, uh, you know, it turns out that having a puppy is like having an actual baby. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've heard that before, but I didn't... Dismissed it. I, I No, it's not that I dismissed it. I just... I didn't get it. I didn't get it mm-hmm. to my core. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. It's a baby. Like, she's an actual baby. So, of course, it feels like a baby. But, like, oh, my God. She's... It's, it's insane. And she requires a lot of energy and attention all the time. Yep. And, and last week... <laughs> and clean up. And last week, I was not prepared. So... No that was unfortunate but i'm excited to be back <laughs> and that is why we didn't post last week yes yeah that's we what apologize. i was getting at. <laughs> however we have a baby yes <laughs> and she's gorgeous she's so pretty i can i can uh post a yeah, picture of should, her we should post a picture yeah of she's adorable she looks like a little wookie yes she's the most beautiful puppy i've ever seen and she's everything that i ever could have wanted and more yeah she's a little two pound shih tzu <laughs> oh look you added some flair yeah, to that yeah you like shih tzu. that shih tzu um yeah because i feel like it's it's actually like she tzu yeah i think so but people say like shit tzu <laughs> that's that's true like so but yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah and she's she, you know that's she's, what she is she's uh romping around right now on my lap yeah trying to keep might, her from let's tr- see if she wants to get a feature oh can she sniff can you hear it i don't know yeah yeah, I think you can hear it. Yeah, that's Crumb. <laughs> that's her. She, uh, you know, she's hey, <laughs> Amazing. So. Well, I know everyone is anxious to get back into the story, and we have quite the yeah. long part again. Well, um, we what? left on quite a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, and then we did. We skipped a week. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I'm sorry about that for anyone so, who's waiting. Um, you know, you did. You did the audience dirty. I really did. You I did. I did the damn thing. I'm sorry about that, but. Um, but yeah, you want to just hop back into the. So remind me, remind me, and everyone else of the situation that we left off in. Oh, okay, yeah. So um, where we left off um, is Gypsy has let Nick into her home, um, and she has supplied him with gloves and a knife, and she has basically told him to murder her mother. And that's where yep, we left normal, off. Normal, normal things. Yeah, just you know, just like coupley things, <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> true love things. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where we left off, and I'm actually gonna like just like do you dirty a little, a little bit again, and just go back just like a second, just to like say a few things. Um, so I just wanted to really drive this home. So according to medical records, Dee Dee brought Gypsy to local hospitals over a hundred times between 2005 and 2014. Like so over that's, nine years, hundred. Yeah, just so many visits. So how many per week is that? It's like no idea. So many. So a hundred over nine years, basically more than ten a year. Probably. So she's bringing her at least every like about every month, probably. Yeah, I mean they were regulars like at the hospital. There. Like they knew they they knew everyone by name and whatever. But anyway, I just thought that was like something I wanted to throw that's in there. Insane. Um, and so. Uh, Gypsy, I, so I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you as the listener are familiar with Disney at all or the, the story of Tangled, but it's actually like really close to <laughs> Gypsy's 
situation tangled? yeah so gypsy said her favorite disney movie is tangled and it's about a princess or princess rapunzel being taken away from her real family and held in a tower for all of her life by mother gothel and the tower is all she knows and uh, at the end mother gothel falls out of the tower because rapunzel tried to stand up for herself and tried to leave the tower and uh she said she learned that life isn't a fairy tale the hard way these are like gypsy's words but if you think about it that's like really close you know she's taken away from her dad and her family and everyone that can potentially help her and you know mother gothel is dd and she's kept in this tower or this house and she you know it's just it's it's so weird that like i don't know i thought it was creepy (laughs) yeah also i've always thought like why is it such like a why is a princess locked in a castle like the such a common fairy tale i don't know but like what the fuck kind of existence like it just like well that's Gyp- that's gypsy's existence well i know but like why is that like what disney sells children <laughs> well, like oh yeah this woman was enslaved and locked in a room for about 20 years yeah i mean and I- then you know this guy comes and you know she has to leave with him you know right she, she's got no other options yeah it's- her options are rather limited at this one room stop in this castle in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) yeah i mean that's a rabbit hole that we would have to uh go down in another but like i'm just you know yeah no i know what the fuck disney (laughs) for sure no for sure i i but that's you know that's a whole separate matter but i just thought it was funny that they're like the similarities between the two stories it's kind of crazy true um but yeah, so I, I in the last episode, um, I wasn't sure if their plan um, to murder Dee Dee happened before or after um, their movie theater meeting, and um, it did happen before the movie theater. Like she confided in Nick about what was ha- what was going on between her and Dee Dee, and you know, and the idea of killing her was like you know born before but it wasn't something that they were it was born yeah they weren't like actively pursuing that idea so the idea of killing Dee Dee all started with a conversation where nick basically said that he would protect gypsy from anything and then gypsy asked if he would protect her from her mother and he said yes and actually gypsy and nick had three separate plans um there was plan a which was the movie theater and it was the plan to meet nick you know for the first time in front of Dee Dee. And, you know, then they could start a relationship from there, hopefully because Dee Dee would, you know, approve of it. And then obviously that didn't work. So then there's plan B, which is murder Dee Dee, <laughs> because that's the logical next step. Um, so there was two plans. No, there's, a, there's three. Oh, what's plan C? Plan C was for Gypsy to get pregnant with Nick's child. Why is plan B murder? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It would seem that plan C might be more practical. Right. A little more, less extreme. Right. Seems like we... Yeah. Seems like we we went from, like, level 2 to 10 back down to, like, 5. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's that's true. That's what I thought, too. But it's I just thought that was funny, so I had to... Logic is not there. Yeah. Um... And so the plan of murdering Didi was always a thought, but it wasn't something they acted on quickly obviously they wanted to explore their other options but the thought started there and then just continued to grow um so after their meeting at the movie theater gypsy and Dee Dee apparently had a big fight um even though she and nick didn't even actually interact in front of Dee Dee. um Dee Dee just said she was like showing him too much attention i think she was like talking to to Dee Dee about 
Nick and, you know, Dee Dee didn't like that. Um, mm-hmm. And she punished Gypsy after this whole incident um, and said, and Gypsy said, she got jealous because I was spending a little too much attention on him. She had ordered me to stay away from him. And needless to say, that was a very long argument that lasted a couple of weeks, yelling, throwing things, calling me names, bitch, slut, whore. Um, and Gypsy went from looking at her mother like a loving parent to seeing her as someone that uh, she was really afraid of. Um, and then at that moment, that was when she felt like there was really no hope. Um, and she kept thinking, dear God, get me out of here somehow. Um, so then, you know, so the the plan of murder as an idea happened before the movie theater, but like the actual like consideration of it being a real thing happened like pretty much directly after plan A didn't work because plan B is just the logical next step. Right. So that being said, let's get back to where we left off. (laughs) So please. Yeah. So this is now June 10th, 2015, around three in the morning. So Gypsy and Dee Dee had a fight that night like I said, or actually in the last episode, I said that. And um, something a little spooky that happened that I, I don't think I mentioned in the last spooky. episode. Um, the last words that Dee Dee ever said to Gypsy was, don't hurt me. Really? Isn't that creepy? Because oh, she was having why? a, f- because they were fighting. And I think Dee Dee was just like, don't hurt me. Meaning like, don't, you know, betray me or don't like go against my word. But she said, don't wow. hurt me. And those were her last words right before she was murdered. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have to say it was a bit late for her. Yeah. I mean, she's not a good person, but I just thought it was creepy. She's not a great person. No. And also, like, uh, the plans have been made, Dee Dee. That's true. Well before. Yeah, Nick is very much already in Springfield. Yeah, he's already, uh, yeah, he's got a knife and some gloves. Yeah. And your daughter has, like, decades of rage. Right. Built up inside of her. Yes. Um, So... That's what she said right before she went to bed. And then as she went to bed, these are the text, the text exchange between Gypsy and Nick the night of the murder. Is, is, is she good? Did you Crum, hear that? Crumb is not happy being in my lap. Yeah, she sounds like a squeaky toy. <laughs> she really does. I, I don't know if you heard that on, on the, the audio, but she made a tiny little squeak. Well, maybe put her in her playpen. Okay, Crumb is taken care of. <laughs> Let's get back. So these are the text exchange or exchanged between the two of them. So um, Gypsy texted Nick, I left the gloves outside the front door and the screen door is squeaky, so try to open it just enough to get in and close it gentle. I'll hand you the knife and the duct tape is inside, darling. I'm doing my nails too. I'm painting them a dark pink. (laughs) What? (laughs) And in addition to an accomplice to murder, I've painted my nails pink. I think she was saying that because it was like, you know, they're into the whole role playing thing and it was probably like a, an exciting thing. But anyway, so yeah. Dude, I seriously think that's the last thing Nick gives a fuck about. Well, obviously, but that's uh, that's just part of the text. So I had to throw it in there. So that is ridiculous. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> but so then Nick says, I'm here and you get your ass to the bathroom. You open the door. And then Gypsy says, yes, sir. I'm going now, sir. Oh. Yep. So, 
uh, Gypsy then went to the bathroom, got into the fetal position, and covered her ears and locked the door because this is now when it, this is going to happen. Wait, I'm sorry. So did she let him in? So she, she said that the, she he could let himself in. The door was unlocked, but just to make sure, because it would like to be careful because it's a squeaky door. So she left all the things out that he needed, like the knife and the gloves, and basically unlocked the door and then went into the bathroom and locked herself in. And is sitting in the fetal position mm-hmm. and covering her ears. Correct. So that's what she's doing. Um, wow. So then Nick then comes inside, right, and basically just goes right to Dee Dee's room and starts stabbing her um she as one does right casual <laughs> so gypsy said from the bathroom she heard her mom wake up um she said that Dee, Dee sounded startled um and then there were a few noises yeah, no shit <laughs> she started being stabbed and sound you know a bit startled she was just a bit taken aback just a bit startled by the whole experience <laughs> so um she then heard Dee Dee call out her name gypsy's name um a couple of times and called out for help and you know obviously there was screaming and then there was just silence that's what gypsy said she heard um and it was a really a gruesome murder nick had stabbed Dee Dee multiple times in the back and then slashed her across the back of the neck so it was not like a slow y- yeah it was, it was not a quick Death. no i mean I, I mean it might have been quick because of all the puncture wounds maybe she bled out quickly but it was very bloody and like there was a lot of a lot going on sure. um so after uh finishing murdering Dee, Dee um mm. nick comes to the bathroom and um like you know tells Dee, Dee or tells gypsy that she he's done and they go to gypsy's room and they have sex um, they, they then wiped down the place for fingerprints, packed up and got a taxi to the days in motel. Um, the whole ordeal probably took around three hours to like clean up and, you know, their whole fuck, <laughs> fuck. So, <laughs> you know, to put it frankly. Um, so they tried to get Gypsy a ticket on the Greyhound bus. Nick had already a ticket, uh, had already gotten a ticket for, but there was no space on that bus. So Gypsy, had to get a ticket for the next day um or they both had to get a ticket for the next day and then they went back to the days in motel spent another night there and then the next day got on a greyhound bus to go back to big bend um wait where are they going back to what's back to nick's uh family's house in wisconsin yes wisconsin i feel like every time i'm confused about a location i'm always like wisconsin yeah you know i mean (laughs) It's always was, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, one of the two. Yeah, it was episode two. It was like Illinois, Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Minnesota, right? It's Midwest, general yeah. Midwest. It's the Midwest, but it was this was Wisconsin. So on June twelfth, they took the Greyhound bus to Nick's parents' home in Big Bend, Wisconsin. Um, and Gypsy said during this time with Nick, she felt very excited and happy. She was able to spend s- uh, some time with someone that she loved, and she was walking, and she was free, and she said that her time with her mother feel like a little bluebird that was trapped in an invisible cage. And now she felt like she had been set free. Um, they planned on starting to fam- starting a family together and fully believed that they had a chance to have a future together. Um, they were having conversations about gypsy, uh, about what she should wear to like impress his family and, you know, just things of that nature and not really understanding the gravity of what they had done or, you know, what could happen in the future um Mm -hmm. and when asked about 
what she planned to do once she got to his home. She said she planned on staying with Nick forever there. The thought that they might get caught really never crossed her mind. So. Really? Yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> this is not. I just think that, you know, this is yeah, they're something like, you ah. can cover up easily. They're like, ah, oh, the perfect, the perfect murder. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because we you know we killed her they don't know about nick and then i'm gypsy's just a missing person and she'll just remain yep. a missing person because, uh, you know text messages just don't ever they get deleted immediately i guess they it's didn't just know like snapchat yeah. actually right because snapchat is a thing in 2015 i know that's what i'm thinking like 2015 wow. it's not even like early 2000s where you're like oh i didn't know that you could trace my you know whatever but it's 2015 yeah like yeah, hello it's a little too recent that's like um it's almost uh what was what was episode four four with uh something that happened in 2019 oh um was that jamie claus yeah 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 it's just too close yeah i mean it just doesn't make sense that she they didn't know that they could you know be tracked through their computer like interactions although i guess they they didn't because they truly didn't think they were going to get caught yeah, i mean i guess i i could see it because she literally while well, she is like what 20 at this point 20 ish yeah 23 she, maybe like, has developed as a 14 year old right i mean um, she spent her entire life underneath dds and, and and the thing is is like dd didn't even allow her to um have any sort of like social media or anything outside of she had a shared facebook page with Dee, Dee so there was a facebook page that was titled like d jip or something like that like it was D-Gyp. it was like it was like a combination of Dee, Dee and gypsy and it was the two of them like combined she's starting she's starting her rap career yeah <laughs> right d jip yeah drop and mix tapes 2015 i'd listen anyway <laughs> <laughs> so uh so Gypsy wanted to make sure that Dee Dee's body would be found. Um, she said Wait, that Dee Dee or Gypsy wanted Dee Dee's body to be found because she she you know it's still her mother. She's this is a whole complicated situation. She still loves her. She still wants her body to be found and you know properly buried. I guess. Um, and she said I couldn't stand the thought of her just there because what happens if it would have taken months to find her? So I wanted her found so she could have a proper burial. So well, I have to break it to you that the earlier they find they find the body, yeah, the, the easier it is. <laughs> it is to track you, right? But I mean, clearly they're not hip and with it with the in- forensic. Not, <laughs> but you know, I would like to make that comment. That's true. You're not wrong. Um, so on this combined Facebook page um, on June 14th, Gypsy posted. Um, a status that said that bitch is dead she posted that bitch is dead and then people (laughs) well so then her friends and neighbors and whoever you know followed that that facebook page were commenting like is everything okay what's going on like people really confused and then she commented underneath that same post like in the comments on it um, it said, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. Uh, this is on Nick's page? No, this is on Dee Dee and Gypsy's combined Facebook page. Wow, that's not concerning. Right. And it was <laughs> it was Gypsy who posted it. It wasn't Nick. She was pretending to be Nick or whoever, you know, this murderer was. Fuck? 
but she just a per her reasoning behind it was she wanted Dee Dee to be found, and I guess she wanted to make it look sinister. Wait, so this is how she gets Dee Dee found is by like subtweeting on Facebook that she, that bitch is dead and Pretty she much. squealed so loud. Yeah. Why would you not just like put in an anonymous tip? Right. Hello. Yeah. I mean, they're not really thinking things through too well. I understand that, <laughs> but I still need to bring up that fact that this is dumb as shit. It's it. You're not you're, wrong. You're, like, that bitch is dead. And by the way, she squealed really loud when I stabbed her. And I raped her innocent and daughter. And I raped... Yeah. I... <laughs> okay. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... This, this is fucked. Yeah. So the, you know, friends and neighbors called the police and obviously uh, right and so the police gathered outside their home with the, you know the friends and the neighbors and noticed that Didi's like car that she used to transport gypsy with her wheelchair so like this like you know basically gypsy wouldn't have been able to leave without this car so they were like they're gonna go in there and find both gypsy and Didi dead right. um so they found the car in the driveway and oh and uh oh no, no sorry uh so the search warrant didn't come through until around 10:30 that night and they found Dee Dee in her bedroom once it did come through wait uh so when did they murder her what time around three in the morning but this was like a couple days prior so this is two days later 10 p.m yeah about two days later okay yeah um so gypsy's neighbor um Aaliyah, or however you pronounce her name who she confided in Nick about, told the police that Gypsy and Nick had a relationship and the police were able to obtain his IP address from Facebook and trap track him and Gypsy down at his home in Wisconsin. It literally took, like, no time to wow. find them. Um, so... Dumb, da-da-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. So, yeah, that took literally no time. Um, and, you know, meanwhile, Nick's mother picked them up from the bus station and they, she didn't know anything about what had happened. She had known Nick was dating Gypsy and agreed to let her stay with them, but didn't know anything beyond that. Nick had told his mother that Gypsy was kicked out of the house and was living in a homeless shelter. So, wow. Yeah. It's like this sweet old lady. Yeah. So, um, so on the drive home from the station, she actually asked Gypsy how her mother was doing because Nick would, was telling them that like they didn't have a really good relationship. And obviously she's thinking, oh, this mother kicked her daughter out of their house. So like, what's up? And then Gypsy said her mother was fine and they acted like nothing was wrong and seemed apparently completely normal from what the mother and right. her, um, Nick's steps, stepdad had said about their interactions. Right. She's like totally not dead. Right. She's like totally fine. Like don't even worry about my mom because she is living. (laughs) She's living. Um, So when they arrived at their home, Nick's stepfather also said that he couldn't tell that anything was wrong. Both of them acted completely normal. And he said that the only thing that stuck out to him was that it was weird that Gypsy was wearing a wig. That was it. So which is not that weird, but apparently they were like not very nice wigs. I mean, I've seen pictures of these wigs, so it's like, I guess you can tell that she's wearing a wig, but like that was the only thing. Yeah. Which like isn't a weird thing because she would wear a lot of wigs. She had quite a few. So it's right. She had, she shaved her head though, right? Mm -hmm. Like she was 
Well, Dee Dee did. Diagnosed with leukemia, correct? Well, that's what Dee Dee claimed, and she was being I mean, treated she, for. I mean, she didn't have it, but like right. she shaved her head mm-hmm. in anticipation that she would lose her hair. Right. Did she go through chemo? I honestly don't know. Did I, she go through actual chemo? That would be awful. That'd be really something. I don't. I don't know if she actually ever did, but I know she was on, like, she had a whole closet full of medications that she was, like, on and yeah i understand that but like um would she have lost her hair anyway if she didn't shave her head but like i guess like i don't think so you know if she's wearing a wig like that's fine no of course and i'm not saying that that it was weird like from like my standpoint i'm just saying that like nick's stepfather said that that was the only thing he noticed meaning they were not being weird in the slightest yeah yeah i'm just saying that's dumb yeah stem on nick's father's part right so um a day or so later, um, Nick received a package in the mail, and the return address said Blanchard. Um, so the night of the stabbing, they cleaned off the knife and sent it through the mail to Nick's parents' house. They literally just put it in a package and shipped it off to, to Nick's house. And his parents Why? had, because, I, I mean, Gypsy, her reasoning behind that was, like, um, Nick initially wanted her to take it on the bus with them, like, take it in her backpack, but um gypsy said she had never ridden on a bus before so she didn't know if she was going to be able to like get it on the bus and didn't want to be found with this like knife so she was like well people order knives online all the time so like if you put a knife in the mail like it's not gonna cause any red flags or anything so kind of smart because i think opening mail is a federal offense yeah so like i'll give it to her right it's not like the dumbest idea but smart thing yeah so um dumb da 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 Hang on. Yeah, so his parents had no idea, and they just, they didn't open his mail. They just handed it to Nick, and they were like, here's this package, and so they had the murder weapon now. Um, and they didn't know that that was a thing. They didn't know that they, that that was what the package was until later on in questioning. Surprise, it's yeah. the murder weapon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a knife. Um, so. <laughs> What's that fine? It's like, what do you have? A knife! a knife! And he just runs away. No! Yes. Um. <laughs> They also um, had stolen a little over $4,000 in cash from Dee Dee and also shipped that to them. Four grand? Yeah. Was that their, like, was that their getaway money? I mean, yeah, I think it was everything that Dee Dee had. I think it was, um, like, all the money that was, you know, raised and, you know, donated and whatever to gypsy so i mean it, you know it was Didi's Dee money but also Didi Dee wasn't working so it was really gypsy's money but anyway they also, took it Didi was dead right so. <laughs> also that and it's some cash so why not friggin take it so i get but that also like four grand will get you through like what two months max i mean if you're if you're if you're a little savvy maybe yeah. four yeah maybe, maybe six i don't know if you really stretch it sure like shit costs food costs money that's true i mean they were living with um nick's parents their parents but yeah. like but anyway i mean I that's know. what they had that's you know it's not gonna sustain you for very long oh, of course not but that's what they had and they were like we got to get away somehow so they did uh-huh. um so on june 15th um the police in wow well, i don't know how to say this word wahoo uh wow wow kesha wow kesha I don't know. I want Waukesha. Waukesha County, <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, they they raided um, Go to John's family's home in Big Bend and took Gypsy and Nick into custody on the charges of murder and felony armed criminal action. Um, 
The pair were extradited back to Missouri and held on a $1 million bond. Could you imagine being the parents? <laughs> Having <laughs> literally no friggin' idea. No idea. You're like, oh, I'm just picking up my, my son and his, his girlfriend from the bus Who station. And then the police are like, come with me. You fucking murdered this bitch's mom. Are you dead? <laughs> are you kidding? I oh know. my God. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I'm just imagining them going in for questioning. It's like, did you notice anything weird? Like, now she's I noticed she was wearing, wearing a wig. wig. <laughs> I noticed she was wearing a wig, and I thought that was pretty weird. Yeah, but like, that was it. But <laughs> ah, jeez, you know, oh heck, you know, I didn't think they were murdering people and stuff. Right. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So, so they're they're taken, and now they're being held uh, on one million dollar bond. So sure. Although friends of Gypsy and Dee Dee's were initially relieved to hear that Gypsy had been found alive because, you know, now they didn't know if Gypsy was dead or alive. This this Facebook post was like, I raped her innocent daughter and stabbed that bitch and whatever, all those things. So they were like, sweet, Gypsy's alive. Um, but the, Spring, the Springfield sheriff warned in a press conference that, quote, things are not always as they appear. And this was like a big thing, obviously. And, you know, it was basically foreshadowing the news uh, that would soon be reported. And friends and neighbors saw the video of Gypsy walking in handcuffs and began to realize that Dee Dee had lied about, like, they were like, Gypsy's walking? Like, how does Gypsy walk? She's not, she's, you know, she has muscular dystrophy. She's lived in this wheelchair all her life. She's, she has right. all these illnesses. How is she walking in handcuffs? So there's all these questions in everyone's head, like, what was a lie? What was the truth? Who can I trust? Like, it was just a gigantic right. question mark for everyone involved in their lives. Right. But, you know, it was it was probably a miracle from God. <laughs> Sent from above. <laughs> Thank God. That girl can walk. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> but, no, I don't think they were thinking that. I think they were, like, a little a little savvy yeah, I mean, to Dee Dee yeah, lying. Sure. Um, no, I know. Um, so... This now we're gonna take a little a little turn to Gypsy and Nick's interrogation, and it was like, there the difference between their two like questioning like interrogation sessions are so interesting, and we're gonna get into that. But so let's start with Gypsy. Mm. So they left Gypsy in a room with a couch and a blanket for a while, um, and they were talking to her as if nothing was wrong at first. They asked her um, what she wanted, like to eat or drink they were like anything special to eat like are you hungry they wrapped her in a blanket they gave her a pillow um and you know she was talking to this guard before the the guy who was interrogating her got there um he was did i say guard did I say, <laughs> say guard okay cool um so she was talking to this guard and um they were kind of joking about like how it's so weird that she's in handcuffs and she literally even said like i didn't do anything i didn't kill nobody i don't do drugs i don't smoke i don't drink i didn't do nothing i'm a good girl i don't know why like she was like going on and on about like why she doesn't know why she's in handcuffs and it was just a little weird like, um, all right bitch you know exactly why you're in handcuffs. right and Come so on. the detective just giggled along with her which i also thought was a little weird and creepy i mean i guess you can't like let her know that you're yeah, you're you on to her yeah you got to keep up with the whole thing but it was just it, the whole interaction it, like this and this whole this whole video of her being interrogated is i mean obviously public and on youtube so if you're interested to watch it like go ahead it's really interesting but so um basically uh she was finally 
uh, I guess, introduced to the the detective who was going to start questioning her about everything. Um, and he asked her what her date of birth was. And Gypsy said 1995, which was not correct. And she explained the whole Katrina situation. Um, and like how she was like, oh, I thought it was 1991, but it's actually 95 and blah, blah, blah. And there was a mistake and my papers were washed away in Katrina. So Gypsy really didn't know how old she was, like even up until this point. Wait, so this is, so she says she's born in 95. Yeah. When the, when and the, it's tw- wait, it's 2015. Mm-hmm. So really she's 24 years old, but how old does Dee Dee claim she is? Does Dee Dee claim that she's 20 or does she claim that she's younger? Well, she claimed that her birth year was 95. But I thought that um, she kept like widening that gap. She did. I mean, from when she was really, from when she was really young, like when Dee Dee was, or when Gypsy was actually 10, she would say she was actually eight. Or like, you know, something like that. Or she would just keep making her younger and younger. And then she would move to different places. And so, right. you know, people didn't know how old Gypsy was and whatever. And it, it got to the point where it was, you know, a four-year, I guess, a four-year gap. But that's how, that's like the max it got to. I guess. Like, I just, I thought that even when she was like 20 and 24, that she was still claiming that she was in her teens. Um. Well, I mean... It got to the point where Dee Dee had to have a birth certificate. You know, Gypsy got old enough to where she, like, needed to see her birth certificate at some point. Like, you know, with the few instances where we talked about, like, her going to meet that guy or whatever. And Dee Dee had to, like, you know, show the birth certificate to be like, she's underage, you creep. Like, I'm going to call the police. So, at that point, Gypsy knows how old, or seemingly knows how old she is. You know what I mean? Wait. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. okay, um... So she shows the birth certificate to Nick. No, not Nick. The other guy. There was another what remember other she guy? she met a guy at a at a like a sci-fi festival and um Okay, so this was back. Yeah, part 1. Okay. I thought she was showing it to Nick because I'm like, okay, Mm-mm. they murdered her in when she was like by 1995, she was 20. But like even if they met 2 years before that, she's still like a legal adult. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're thinking too much about it because sorry, it's, uh, no, it's okay. Engineering brain, yeah. math. Don't worry about the timelines numbers so much. Basically, all I'm Present. trying to say by talking about this is that even into the interrogation, Gypsy didn't know how old she was. Wow, that's fucked. Yeah. So she's really 24. Yes. Is the bottom line here? Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the detective told Gypsy that her mother was dead, um, and she acted surprised and started to fake cry. Um, it was really eerie <laughs> to watch that. Um, was it, was it believable? No. Okay, I mean, like, so well, it like... It, I mean, I guess seeing it, knowing exactly what's going on, like, obviously you, yeah. it's not believable. I don't know. She's doing this whole, like, little girl younger than I actually am act. So. Well, you have to think that it's probably not an act at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, that is how she has been treated and raised and you right. know forever so i mean i don't know how much of it is an act but obviously a portion of it is because she's obviously faking right, right, it right. so anyway um she so this went on for a while her like fake crying and being like so distraught and what do you mean my mom's dead Blah. um and she just kept insisting that she didn't know anything about it 
And the interrogator just kept saying the same thing over and over again to try to get her to confess about how this situation is like a snowball that's rolling down a hill and that the more lies she tells, the bigger the situation gets and how everyone that loves her just wants to know why this happened. Um, and she held on to the story that she um, she and Nick had fabricated about how Aditi kicked her out and she needed to go live with Nick and blah, blah, blah. And she didn't know what happened after that. She held on to this for about an hour, maybe a little bit longer, but, um, an hour, that's it. Yeah. It really didn't take long to crack her, but it also, wow. it took much shorter time to crack Nick. And we're going to talk about that, but, um, but yeah, so basically after the interrogator told her that he knew exactly what had happened already and to stop lying, Gypsy started to point the finger at Nick. She was like, I'm not going to take any responsibility. This is Nick did this. Nick murdered my mother and I was just along for the ride. Wow, so the investigator didn't actually know what happened. I mean, they had a pretty good idea. I mean, I'm sure, but... I mean, they had the text. They bluffed. They had the text. They had the, the you know... Oh, the, they had the text. That's hard evidence. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when they got the text, but I assume at this point they had, you know, at least some access to their messages because, mm. you know, they had gotten to the point where they fully arrested... I mean, obviously they can arrest Nick for, you know, having Gypsy and like potentially kidnapping her, but that's not what they arrested him on. They arrested him on murder. So, right. you know, I don't know. I don't know how that works, if that makes sense. If not, I'm just dumb. So <laughs> I don't know. Right. But anyway, so she told the interrogator that she didn't know Nick was going to murder her mother at all. She didn't claim any responsibility. Um, and so... Um, she basically just said Nick and her mom didn't like each other and Dee Dee was trying to keep them apart um, and Nick didn't like that. And so basically he, she claimed that the night of the murder, um, Nick, she invited Nick over and Dee Dee didn't know, but they were supposed to be hanging outside. Like it was after Dee Dee had gone to sleep and she wanted to just hang outside with Nick and Nick had gone inside and murdered Dee Dee. That's what she claimed. And... She, but did she claim that she didn't know that he actually murdered Dee Dee? Well, she said she did know what was happening when it was happening, but she said she didn't want to go in and stop him because she was scared that he would do something to her. Mm. That's what she said. And, I mean, the interrogator did ask, like, did you know that Nick was going to murder your mom? Like, did you, was this a plan previous to, you know, that night? And she said no, she didn't know. It's like, oh, wow. Your right. text messages might suggest right. otherwise. Interesting, because <laughs> I know that wow. the opposite is the truth. Wow. Um, so she then claimed that Nick made her clean him off with baby wipes. He took her into her room, made her take all of her toys off of her bed, and he raped her. That's what she said. And Wait, <laughs> she has toys on her bed? Yes, and this is the only reason I bring that up as like a, a detail is because it comes up later when Nick is talking about in his or when he's being interrogated. So that's just she basically made it sound like she was this little girl and she had all these toys on her bed and he made her take them all off and then he raped her. Like that's what she said. And the interrogator then asked Gypsy what the bruises on her arms were from and she said it was a hickey. And then the interrogator was like, there's no dude yeah she's no like <laughs> gives hickeys on their fucking arm that's what he said he was like i'm a guy i understand what hickeys are and that is not true it's he, always on the neck right so or 
we, not arms. <laughs> yeah, we know it's not the arms. Anyway, it's not the arms. So then, so then Gypsy was like, okay, he dragged me. He like grabbed my arm and he dragged me around the house and made me do things. That's what she said. Okay, so this is after being like, it's Hickey. Yes. And now she's like, <laughs> let me substitute this other lie. <laughs> yeah, so I can I can actually give you a little spoiler alert here. So, so Nick, and honestly, I believe Nick's side of the story like almost completely if not completely because i will just i'll i'll you know read it in a second but um nick said it was a bite mark because gypsy was into that sort of thing like in bed like she liked when he would bite her and she had a couple bite marks on her and and she he said that that one in particular on her arm was one that he had gotten a little too into and like bit her a little too hard however she enjoyed it that's what he said so the whole the whole like um he grabbed me and like made me clean and like do this stuff was not true okay so like also the bruising is in a mouth shape but not a hand shape right so cool yeah i mean clearly she didn't have this planned out beforehand because not not a great not great um not a great plan she also said that nick made her clean the house naked so that like nick made her do that um, so Nick's side of what happened that night paints what Gypsy is describing, like, just so much differently. And so when in this whole interrogation with Nick, it's really apparent that he functions at a much lower level than Gypsy. And I mean, not, not just than Gypsy, but just in general, like how he's 26, I believe, or maybe I believe he's 26 in, you know, at this time. And he like sounds like a 14 or a 15 year old. Like he's, he very much. So he's just stupid. Well, I, he's on the spectrum. He is autistic and he has Asperger's and he. Oh yeah. Like he's, he, he's diagnosed with these. Yes. His, his, his mother um, tells the investigators that he is, he does function at like a 15 year old level and will pretty much for the rest of his life. And he does have these other, um, diagnoses. So, so yeah, okay, like, he's I not just feel <laughs> shitty about that, but also he murdered somebody. So like, right. I don't, I, yes. And I also feel the same way. I do feel a little bad for Nick because he does say like, he never would have done anything like this if it weren't for Gypsy. And I do believe that it was, mm. I know. And the thing is, don't is like, believe the, that. right. The fact that it happened proves that it could have happened without Gypsy, but I do believe that it was the perfect storm. Yeah. I, I think it sucks a little bit for him. I don't give a fuck. He murdered somebody. That's true. Don't care. No, that's true. There's and I'm no not saying I'm not saying he's the victim. Anything ever. No, I'm not saying he's the victim and it is one hundred percent wrong, but I do feel just a little bad for him. <laughs> just a little I bit. I don't. Okay. But anyway yeah, I don't. Like if like if you need like the suggestion, you think the suggestion like is what pushed you over the edge? Like you would have gotten that suggestion at some point. Or you would you you would have felt like you had like it, it's just a matter of time. If yeah, you have it no, in it's, you. It's if you not, have it in you. I I yeah I don't agree with him, and I do think that he still murdered Dee Dee. So he's not a good person in my eyes. But you know, I'm just I'm just saying it is apparent that he does function at like a much lower level than he should. Sure, is what I'm saying. And, you know, I'm glad that you are anti-murder. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm glad that you've clarified that. Yeah, in this podcast. You know, right. We're very. Yep. But it does make for a damn good story. Sorry. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, he basically, like, in the very beginning of the interrogation, kept up the story that he and Gypsy had planned of, you know, D 
Dee Dee threw a gypsy out and he was just going to, there to pick her up and, you know, whatever. And so basically the interrogator told Nick that Gypsy loves him way more than he loves her because she told them the truth and Nick needs to do the honorable thing for Gypsy and tell them what happened. That's all she said <laughs> to make him crack. She was like, well, Gypsy loves you more because she told us everything. And if you really loved her, you'd tell the truth. And he was like, all right, I yeah, admit I mean, it. <laughs> if he really has autism and Asperger's, I would imagine he's extremely easy to manipulate. Very true. And it, and he like in, in the video, if you, if anyone does want to watch it, I can, I can link it somewhere, but um, it is like very easy. Like the conversation is a very low level. Um, but anyway, so yes, I would like to raise my hand Yeah, it, as a listener. Please do post that link. Yes, I can post it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so he, <laughs> he, uh, it, it took all of 15 minutes of talking to him before he told her everything that happened. Um, her, the interrogator. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking gypsy. Yeah. No, not gypsy. So, um, the interrogator said, did Gypsy know you were going to kill her mother? And he said, honestly, she asked me to. <laughs> That's like how it all started with his. Yeah. So he said, I'll admit it. I did stab her mom. <laughs> Just flat out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he said, I'll admit it. I did stab her mom. So. <laughs> oh, my God. And he said the only reason he did was so that they could be together. And he wouldn't have done anything like that, like I said, if she didn't ask him to. Um, and so the, the fact that he said this and the fact that honestly, I believe that to be kind of true. Um, some people think that Gypsy could be dangerous because, you know, the only thing she's ever known is manipulation. So clearly she's very good at it herself because, you know, that's what she was brought up on. So mm. people were like, mm, well, maybe Gypsy is some evil mastermind, you know? But honestly, I don't think she's, like, this dangerous, cunning, like, murderer. I think she really just was this trapped girl who felt she had no other option, in my opinion, at least. Which is why she's yeah. on our survival podcast, because she is a survivor. She did survive these terrible things that happened but to her. But she's also a criminal. But uh, she also did some really bad she things. She fucked up shit. You can't, can't be going around killing people. That's true. But, That's you know. That's very true. But That's the law. Yeah. I mean... It is what it is, and it's it's complex, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Nick claimed after he was finished killing Dee Dee, he knocked on the bathroom door three times and scratched it twice, which was a signal that they had created beforehand to let Gypsy know that it was Nick at the door. Um, G Gypsy then got into the shower, shaved her legs and her lady bits, and after that, they went to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> after that, they her went. Lady bits. <laughs> um her vulva um and after that they went to the bedroom and had consensual sex that's what he says um and honestly i believe that to be true um unhairy sex right so <laughs> when he talked about taking the toys off of her bed um he was kind of laughing about it like it was almost a funny moment that that they shared that night he was like oh yeah we had to take all of her toys off of the bed and it was he was like kind of laughing and the interrogator was like laughing along with him and she was like really playing up these like light-hearted moments with him mm -hmm. and that's kind of why i mentioned it that gypsy said that you know said it in a way that really painted him to be this like monster because it wasn't that 
at least from what Nick said. And like I said, I honestly <laughs> believe Nick's side. Um, because he has no reason to lie at this point. He's admitted he's murdered Dee Dee. And he is like, oh, Gypsy told them everything. So now I can tell them everything because it's already out there. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they took the toys off of the bed to have sex. They were laughing about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so then after that, he said that she cleaned the house naked because she was in a hurry and wanted to get everything done. He also said that she didn't want him to help so his fingerprints wouldn't get on anything. So, you know, if you remember, Gypsy was like, he made me clean the house naked. He dragged me around the house, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, she cleaned the house naked because we had just had sex and she was in a hurry. So that's what he says. Right. So, and like I said, Nick explained that the bruises on Gypsy's arm were actually just from the biting, like we talked about. So, um, he told the interrogator that Gypsy was the one that actually, uh, bought the knife or she didn't buy it. She stole it from Walmart. And apparently she was able to get it from, oh, from I just Walmart? said that from Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so she got it from Walmart. Um, Murder sponsored by Walmart. Right. So, you know, again, Gypsy's claiming she had nothing to do with it. She had no idea this was going to happen. But in reality, Gypsy's the one that supplied the knives, the glove, and unlocked the door, and they were texting about it. Did she buy everything from Walmart? Like, the gloves? No, the gloves were already in the house. Did she get a good deal on the knife? She stole it. She got the best deal. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) She got the best deal. It was free. Free. Um, So... Um, so the fact that Gypsy could actually walk but was forced to be in a wheelchair was discussed, but, um... Both of both of them said that their reasoning behind murdering Dee Dee was that they could be together, which I don't understand because that wasn't the reasoning. I mean, it was partly, but the reasoning was Dee Dee was could just run away. Well, yeah, and so Nick did talk. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but Nick did say like Gypsy was completely opposed to the idea of just running away, and that's why he felt that he had to murder Dee Dee, which is not right. But that's what he said. So Nick's parents blame Gypsy because he never would have done it if it wasn't for her claiming, or they claimed. Um, And so did Nick. But anyway, that's just what they say. So let's move on to court. So in court, they obviously showed all of the text messages and everything else between her and Nick. They had every piece of evidence they needed to convict both of them. It was very much like an open and pretty much closed case in right. that respect. Um, and everything about Dee Dee did come out in court. Um, her defense attorney gathered up all of her medical documents and pieced together what was actually going on. He also spoke to Bernardo Flasterstein, who was the doctor who did suspect that Dee Dee had Munchausen by proxy, but never did anything about it. Like, actually. How does that guy feel? I mean, I guess like an ass. How could you not? Right. Like, I mean, the entire... But also, like, we like we said in the last episode, how can you suspect child abuse and do nothing about it? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. It's insane. It's but like, well, you know, I just forgot about it, you know. Who knows what? what's going through that man's mind? I have no idea, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm fixated on this guy. Like, fuck this guy. No, absolutely. Sorry. I mean, honestly, the entire like medical world that gypsy was involved in failed her every single every single doctor that she ever encountered failed her in some respect you know and in the biggest way possible so it's i mean everyone did like even even though her dad was you know not in the best situation 
with Dee yeah. and like felt like he couldn't do anything, he also failed her. You know, right. he could have done more. The doctors could have done more. They could have looked at it a little harder. And clearly the signs were very much there. So it's like this, this, I mean, I do feel bad for Gypsy. I do 100%. But it's, you know, she'd made the wrong call, but I do feel so bad for her. <laughs> Somewhat of a wrong call. Yeah, just like a little wrong call. Um, But yeah, anyway, so this is really the first time that anyone got to hear from Gypsy is like this, this time. Um, and she said that anytime they went to the doctor, her mother would do all of the talking and she would, uh, Dee Dee would give Gypsy a Barbie doll and basically would make it look like she's this like simple minded child who's just playing with a Barbie doll and can't speak for herself when really that wasn't the case. Um, uh, Dee Dee told Gypsy that when the doctor would examine her to stay in her wheelchair, stay calm and to just play with her Barbie doll. Um, and Gypsy, all Gypsy knew about her health was that she could walk. So she didn't know that she was literally completely healthy. Other, I think the only the only thing that's wrong with Gypsy health wise is that she has, I believe she has like a lazy eye. Like she has like a, like a very slight thing with her eye or something like that. But every single other thing that she was quote unquote diagnosed with and being treated for was mm-hmm. a complete lie. Wow. And can you? How many things? Was she diagnosed with again? Oh my God, so many things. And it's further up in my notes, so I can... Yeah, find it. Like, is it okay. 15 or 20 things? Like, I remember it being an extremely long list. Um, okay. So, this is, again, a reminder of the list that Gypsy was diagnosed with and being treated for. Um, so, Dee Dee said that Gypsy had a mental capacity of a seven-year-old. Um, so, she was slow, like, or mental retardation. She had epilepsy, impaired vision and hearing. She was paraplegic, GI reflux, muscular dystrophy, anemia, hypoventilation, asthma, multiple allergies, leukemia, incontinence, lung disease, and a heart murmur. So, those are all the things that Gypsy was wow. being treated for. The Yeah, I know. Again, the, the craziest one to me is leukemia. Absolutely. Like, I feel like that's such a, <laughs> that's something you should test for. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Just, just a thought. Yeah. For so, the medical professionals. Right. Perhaps test. For yeah. Leukemia, <laughs> a cancer just, that is deadly. Right. Hmm. Um, so Gypsy said at the time of the murder, she wasn't thinking about anything. She said it may have been because she was on a lot of medications and on Xanax, she didn't feel anything at all. Um, she said she was scared, but felt like nothing was real. And um, so. which like isn't really uh, an excuse. And she said that in her interview, she was like, I know it's not an excuse, but I was on all these medications. I didn't feel anything. I was on Xanax. And, you know, what which, else was she on? I have no idea. Just a laundry list of medications um and uh part of the defense i believe was so victims of munchausen by proxy can lose hold of reality at times um and you know that's not so crazy to think of that she did because she did grow up in a completely different reality from the rest of the world you know she was kept completely isolated and didn't know that the amount of control her mother had over her was anything but normal so you know of course she has no grasp on 
<laughs> what she did and what it really means and she didn't think she was going to get caught or anything like that you know she has no mm. idea what the real world is like right so yeah so on july 5th 2016 the court announced a surprise pre-trial hearing for gypsy um what what i'm sorry why i'm just like announcing that i'm like imagining surprise! That, yes. <laughs> Surprise! Your court trial, <laughs> pre-trial like, hearing. What? Why? Why did they make it a surprise? I don't think. Well, surprise to the media. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not to Gypsy. <laughs> they knew about it. <laughs> I was like, in what world so, is this like? A, no. <laughs> show up your cell. You're holding cell. Surprise, bitch! <laughs> little, little, Hope you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> little confetti machine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um so <laughs> oh yeah so um <laughs> uh where am i oh so basically gypsy was taking a plea bargain she was you know um yeah she didn't want to go clean. yeah she didn't want to go to court um so her charge had been reduced to second degree murder um and you know acting knowingly or uh, acting with another person who knowingly caused the death of her mother by stabbing her i don't know i think there's a pretty good case for first degree don't you think there's i mean like some serious premeditation in her that's case. true but she wasn't the one that did the murder yes but she isn't she's being charged with second degree murder or yeah. not conspiracy no second degree so no like i aiding I and abetting but I, she didn't actually commit murder right but so i mean they took the plea because they didn't want to go to trial because it is a little bit of a uh you know muddy you know where's where we draw the line here you know so they took the plea um and she pled guilty and was sentenced to 10 years um what 10 years for second degree murder well yeah so she would have she she would have to serve 85 percent of her sentence before she was eligible for parole which i mean it's it yeah and a half so really eight and a half Uh, yeah I mean, years for literally killing somebody well like i understand so maybe this was the correct sentence in this case but the fact that what's the definition of second degree murder i, I like i Look think i think that um third degree is manslaughter so it's accidental but like second degree is um i think you have to at least show intent to murder I honestly, and then first degree is premeditation plus intent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, so what her attorney My phone's turned off. That's fine. But so what her attorney was saying is, I I believe they bumped it down to second degree because it was a really complicated situation, and she was, you know, a, an abused child and also adult, and I, I get it. Yeah. This is not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that anyone else that is charged with second degree murder could also be sentenced to the same amount of time in jail. And how do you, like, sentence somebody to only 10 years when they intended to kill somebody and did? Well, I think, well, I mean, you know, every every sentence has a range, you know, like first degree murder, isn't it like sure, 25 to life? Why is it only 10? I don't know. I have no idea, but uh, but Riddle like, me that. well, I think it's probably you know for cases like this where 
the person who, you know, did this terrible, awful thing had no other choice or, you know, is a really uh, special circumstance. Like, I don't know. It's a good thing that she, honestly, I think 10 years is a sufficient amount of time for her. She spent her entire young, like childhood and adult life in worse than prison, you know, being abused. So, which, you know. Okay. I'm just bringing up that point. For sure. Because, yeah. Yeah. But so, um, and, you know, at the beginning, the death penalty was on the table, which is why they didn't want to go to court and they didn't want anything to go further than that. So, um, they took the plea and they, uh, and Gypsy said that 10 years of jail was better than 10 years with her mother. Um, Wow. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Right. But, so, Gypsy's goal is to completely start over. Um, she wants to just be reborn. And <laughs> Crumb is dreaming. Crumb is dream, dream yipping. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, Crumb We'd love to feature yips on Crumb, this podcast. <laughs> Crummy's dreaming, and that's fine. Anyway, um, so... Ah, uh, yes. Back to the prison sentence. Oh, yes. Um, so... So Nick was found guilty of first degree murder in November of 2015. No, November 2015. I don't know. Uh, at his court <laughs> hearing, um, and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Um, and prosecutors prosecutors didn't pursue the death penalty for Nick. Um, but he is in in prison for life. So there's that. Um. Right. So, in an interview Nick gave from prison, um, he said that he was torn between his dark side and his good side. Um, he said that part of him was telling him to, to just take her and run, but Gypsy had made it very clear that she wasn't willing to run away, and the other side of him wanted to be with her so badly that he was willing to do anything. Um, which, you know, isn't a good excuse, but, <laughs> but you know, I this think is he... Where his head was yeah, at. this is where his head was at. I think he did feel torn, and he was like, I know this is the wrong thing to do, but this is the only way. So, you know, that's just what he said. So, anyway, um, so Rod and Gypsy's stepmother were able to visit her in jail, and it, this was also recorded and, you know, in a documentary um, about Gypsy. And it was really interesting to watch her interact with her dad because, I mean, she obviously hasn't seen him in a number of years and probably hadn't talked to him in I don't even know how long. And, you know, Dee Dee was constantly feeding how terrible of a person he was. And obviously now Gypsy knows that Dee Dee lied about <laughs> friggin' everything. So it was just interesting. And she like, she hugged him and, and she was like, daddy. And like, and he was like, oh, you're getting so big. And she's like, I know I'm almost as tall as you. And it was like a really like just a this weird, is in prison this is yeah visiting in the courthouse like f from jail i believe wow um, what a scene it was weird um so um gypsy let him know that she spends her time outside and she's exercising and walking around and her her feeding tube port has finally healed up and um yeah, i forgot about that yeah detail right feeding tube also jesus um, and, and Gypsy said that she's just happy it's all over. And Rod said he blames himself for everything that happened to Gypsy. But Gypsy told him that she never blamed him for anything. Um, and she just kept reassuring him that she would be a good girl, like in prison. And she, she just keeps saying the words good girl. And it really just does 
really show you how how young how young her mind is i mean not that she's like she really does have the mind of a seven-year-old but like how she has adopted these phrases and like how she was treated that way for so long so like obviously it's going to spill into her her talking and whatever but she is very smart like she's not stupid sure but yeah she she is 24 but like also was treated like a 14 year old for 24 years right yeah so but yeah her father and stepmother and nephew agree gypsy has suffered enough and they have rejected Dee in death and say uh, that her ashes should be flushed down the toilet wow. um yeah do they actually do that i don't no, I have no idea. I feel like whatever house that gets flushed down is going to be haunted for Ooh, quite some spooky. time. Spooky. Yeah. Right Dee going to haunt that toilet. Oh God, <laughs> I, don't, imagine I don't want that toilet. Shitting on a haunted toilet. No thanks. What would happen? It would flush on its own. My mom actually had that happen to her. What? Not like while she was sitting on it, but she was like in a restroom that was like not an automatic flush and um it, she was by herself and the, the toilet flushed behind her and she was in, like a haunted building and blah blah blah. but we're getting so sidetracked whoa no okay we, let's get sidetracked because yeah if you're shitting on the toilet could you imagine and it flushes yeah ooh. no it's a little no spooky. no no yeah okay anyway. go back go back <laughs> anyway roll back the tapes um so when gypsy uh when asked why gypsy didn't tell anyone what was going on she said i couldn't just jump out of the wheelchair because i was afraid and i didn't know what my mother would do i didn't have anyone to trust which is true she didn't have anyone Mm. um and as part of her mom's abuse Dee would keep her isolated from her friends and family and you know she would monitor her computer usage obviously they had that joint facebook account which is what Dee believed was her only access to the internet and whatever right so and, you know, Dee Dee even isolated Gypsy from Aaliyah, who was, you know, her only friend. Um, Dee Dee would get really mad when Gypsy would say that she wanted to go hang out with her by herself. And she basically told Gypsy that, you know, she was a bad influence and she was not a true friend. And um, so that, you know, isolated Gypsy from her. And she said, I didn't reach out to my dad because I grew up with my mom saying all these horrible things about him. So and she couldn't go to the police because of all those papers that Dee Dee filed and she had right. no one. So mm. it's crazy. But she says since being in prison, um, she feels free from her mother and just in general and has been able to rebuild her friendship with um, Aaliyah and her relationship with her dad. Um, Rod said that he and his family are already planning for her release and um, she'll always have a home here. We'll put her on the right path is what he says. Um, and so Gypsy... Wow. Yeah, which is really nice i mean also (laughs) kind of you kind of owe her one you know right so she'll get out when she's like 33 32 32 yeah um well that's with eight and a half years she gets parole yeah so she'll she'll be eligible assuming she doesn't actually serve her whole sentence right so she'll be eligible for parole in 2024 and she'll be 32 at that point wow but like that's not Could that old. Could you imagine starting your life at thirty-two? No. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's better than nothing, I guess. Better. You know, than nothing, it's better than spending her entire her entire life in prison awful. or yeah. with Dee Dee. You know. 
Yeah, either so, or. Not good options. Not good. So I guess this is the best case scenario, question mark? I don't know. Anyway, um, Gypsy was asked in an interview <laughs> if she was glad that her mother wasn't here to abuse her anymore. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, my throat is so hoarse. Um, she said yes. She's glad that her mom isn't here anymore, but she isn't glad that she's dead. She didn't want to kill her. And she said, if I had known then what I know now, I would have reached out to anybody for help. Um, and Gypsy admits to missing her mother, but describes the feeling as complicated. She said, um, there are some times that I'm angry at her. Um, there are times I think she's so manipulative and how could you do that to your child? And then I think of other times when she was just so desperate for someone to love her. Regardless of all that, I still love her and I still miss her because she was my mother. And, wow. Yeah. And that's it. After all that. Yeah. That, that is where we have to pretty much wrap it up because there's not really much else other than that. <laughs> She's in prison still and she will be eligible for parole in 2024, like I said. And, and Nick will... Yeah, Nick is. Nick is. How old was he when he went? He was twenty nine, twenty six, twenty nine. In his twenties. In his twenties, his late twenties. Um. Yeah, he spent the resting of the rest of his life in prison, no possibility of parole, but Gypsy has the possibility and will probably get out in twenty twenty four. So. And who knows? I mean, we'll see what happens with her if she does another interview or if she talks about her time in prison. Maybe we'll, even if we can't do a full episode on it, maybe we can like touch on it in the beginning of an episode. We'll see. But then again, that's assuming we're doing the podcast in 2024. So we'll see. Check the watch. Yeah, we got time. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm, I was saying before this podcast, she should write a book. Mm -hmm. She should write a book about where, where her where that experience took her mentally yeah would be a bestseller in my opinion absolutely i'd buy it yeah i'd buy it and read the shit out of it yeah true um and i mean you know and then, i mean she can obviously get out of prison and like have a normal job if that's what she chooses but also if she wrote a book and like talked to people about certain things and like went around and did talks like so many survivors do which is you know incredible that would also be cool and good for cool. her <laughs> it'd be cool i mean in my opinion i don't know <laughs> i'd yeah, be interested I'm just saying, if she writes a book and makes enough money off of it then you just don't have to work yeah that's chill that's nice that's nice 32 pretty good outcome for you uh, to retire at 32 hell yeah, yeah pretty nice <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it does anyone want to write my book yeah oh my god <laughs> um but yeah do you do you have um anything anything you want to say that's good that happened to you this week or anything interesting uh what's good to happen um well i'm going on vacation to right. san francisco yes you are i'm driving not flying hell yeah six hours uh, baby. We're going going golfing um and i rented a car hell yeah and it feels very adultish <laughs> um but that's that's cool <laughs> you're going to see your your family and that'll be really fun and you'll get to golf yeah, and you'll get to exciting sit for in those a... who enjoy golf not me i'm a golfer nah I'll do mini, maybe. We'll see. You'll do putt putt. Yeah, I'll putt for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll <laughs> get bored. Um, but yeah, you get to sit in a hot tub and a pool, and I'm so jealous. I would, I would, um, give my left tit to sit in a in a, in a hot tub right now. No, I wouldn't. That's too much of a sacrifice. I would, mm. I would do um less than that, but I de- I definitely want to. You'd do half a left tit. <laughs> yeah, I give my nip. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) One left nip. Yeah, just the nip. Um, Anyway, my good thing is Crumb. She's sick. Not sick, like coughing sick. She's... (laughs) She's like cool. She doesn't have illness. No, nah, she's, she's healthy. She's just sick. She's dude. just like sick, sick dude. dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, she's very cute. She's adorable. Yeah. And she's asleep, thank God. Um, but yeah, that's good. Anything else to say? Yeah, I don't think I have anything. Cool. Where could I follow us on Instagram? Oh yeah, I've, I literally almost closed this out without doing that. Um, okay, so if you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, I post stories and links and you know pictures, pictures and videos sometimes of the cases we cover, and you can follow us at not today underscore podcast. Uh, if you or anyone you know has a story that is interesting, I will take any interesting story. <laughs> it could be survival. It could be. Uh, we have it can one be murder we it can... will add to it and get a listener episode going hell yeah beach um so any story send us a, uh, an, uh, an email at no today podcast at gmail.com if you want to follow us on twitter um our handle is not today podcast but the t on the end of podcast is a three because that makes sense it makes sense um am i missing anything is that it Oh, if you uh, enjoy listening to Do we have a MySpace? our, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, if we, uh, if you enjoy listening to our banter, uh, go to Apple podcast and leave us a review, rate us. It helps us out a ton. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope yeah. you come back for the next one and, uh, you know, just keep breathing. Yeah. 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 <laughs>